Hello, it's Scott Berry, and today we're with Mark Schilling, one of the premier roofing contractors in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing fantastic. Man, thank you so much for visiting with us. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So our podcast is for people that own contracting businesses, remodeling businesses, roofing businesses, and want to learn from the best. They're looking for the things that people do that they hadn't tried yet, just lessons learned. And you have a very successful operation and uh, roofing company. And I think there are going to be some things that you've done that other people can learn from. M most definitely. And I, I'm happy to share my knowledge. Uh, yep. A lot of hard work and uh, experience, a lot of failures. Yep. And I think not, not everything worked the very first time. Definitely did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that a little bit. So let's start off with how you got into the business and how kind of SCI was born. Sure. So I was in college. My freshman year of college, I played golf on a scholarship and decided that that was not the route I wanted to pursue. So I, I went back to college full time and I was uh, bartending. And I had a client walk into the uh, restaurant one night and said, hey, man, how would you like to make more money than you can imagine? You know, and as a bartender, you're like, yeah, I hear this all the time. <laughs> right. Well, this guy owned a roofing business and uh, he took me under his wings, started to teach me the ropes. And uh, I was actually making less money because I was 20. No one wants to buy a roof from a 20 year old. Yeah. Um, you were just getting started. And I was just getting started learning the industry. Yeah. So when I would sit down with a client like yourself, you would ask me three questions and I'd know maybe one. And so mm -hmm. I, I was, I just struck out left and right. And then a hailstorm hit in, uh, in Houston where, where I was working. And uh, it was a predominantly Asian area. Where the storm hit. Where the storm hit. Yeah. And everybody had a $250 deductible back then. Oh, wow. So my sales pitch was, if I can get you a new roof for $250, would you buy a roof? And every one of them said, if you can get me a new roof for $250, I'll buy a roof. And uh, back then, this was uh, roughly 30 years ago. If you knocked doors, you knocked it out of the park. Because no one knocked doors. Right. And so I killed it. And uh, I was in college. You making, were hustling. Oh, I was I hustling. I mean, that's what it was. Full-time student. And I'm knocking doors every afternoon and working the weekends. And uh, I made more money than my college professor my junior and senior year of college. Yeah, I believe So uh, when I graduated, I came up to Dallas. And I went to work for one of the premier roofing companies at that time here in Dallas, hmm. Pyramid Roofing. And uh, they, one of the owners, Dan Worstel, took me under his wing and took me to a whole other level. And uh, I actually flew out to, to Colorado and worked for them in Colorado for a year. And when I came back, that's when I decided to, you know, to venture out on my own and start my own business. Yeah. And I learned a lot through two very successful roofing businesses. And I learned a lot from being around some great successful salesmen on, you know, what works and what doesn't work. Well, you had some mentors. I had some great mentors. And is that something you'd recommend for other people just getting in the business? Most definitely, you know, grow, growing up, my father owned his own roof or his own insurance business. And so I was taught at a very early age, you know, work ethics, yes, how to work hard, uh, determination and, and basically taking care of clients and taking care of your customer. And that's what my dad did so well. So uh, I took those things that I learned when I was a kid and I implemented them into my roofing business. Yep. So tell us about the business. What are you guys really good at? You know, what are you known for? 
Well, so when I got into this business, you know, you talk about learning along the way. One thing I recognized really early on is we all predominantly use Hispanic crews, right? Mm. And so there's always a language barrier when you send your crew out True. to a customer's house and they're calling you that morning, hey, we don't even know who to talk to here. Who's your foreman? The foremans are they're, can be they're, they're bilingual, but they they don't want to talk to the customer. Yeah, they, scary. they feel they, they don't feel intimidated. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to say the wrong thing. So early on, I recognized, you know what? <clears throat> we need a project manager. I need an employee of my company on every job to represent us, to be the the liaison between those two, and to make sure that things run smoothly. So yeah. it was a big venture because. When you first start a roofing business, overhead, you're trying yep. to keep down to a minimum. And when you bring on a fifty to $75,000 employee- It comes right out of your pocket. It comes right out of your pocket to your bottom line. Yep. But I can tell you for a roofing company that's starting off, that is something that you need to put on your on your platform of what you want to accomplish. And you want to have that person added to your, your business plan as soon as possible. So one of the first people that you would hire- well, most definitely you're going to, I mean, obviously you need to have a very strong sales force, mm -hmm. one or two or three good guys. But as soon as you establish your sales, you need to budget into your business, a project manager. So um, you can do it probably for a little while, right? You, you can make owner. it happen. As an owner, I was the project manager mm -hmm. because once I started recognizing, hey, there's a problem here, I had to go out into the job sites and be that person on the job to make sure things ran smoothly to make sure everything's getting cleaned up, making sure that the things the customer told me were important yeah. to them, their landscaping, protecting this flower bed, making sure you cover right. up the pool, all yeah. that is being taken care of because we all know that if someone's not managing your guys, they're yeah. gonna take some shortcuts. Yeah, things happen. Things happen. Yeah. So, you know, early on I realized, hey, if I gotta cut my salary back to afford to have this guy, that's what I'm gonna do because that's gonna create longevity and that's gonna yeah. create those relationships to when the second storm and the third storm hit, those yeah. people are coming back to you saying, hey, we had a great experience. We're not risking it. We saw what happened when our neighbors went oh, with a guy man. that was a little bit cheaper. Yep. They had a lot of problems. Yep. And we had a great experience with you. And when someone has that great experience, they're not they're not going to go a different direction. Yeah, there's no reason. They don't want to risk it. It's not risk. It's not worth the risk. Yeah. Because to a save bad, a few hundred dollars. And a bad roof could be stuck on there until the next storm. Exactly. I mean, a long time. And you have one bad leak and that roofer is not there to take care of it and to, to honor his warranty and to take care of whatever damage might happen on the inside. Yep. That might cost you thousands. Absolutely. So that's one of your advantages, right? Because yeah. I mean, we get a lot of storms in the, in the Dallas Metroplex and a lot of the people roofing don't roof, you know, 12 months out of the year. They're also painters and, uh, and other things. And then some people aren't around two months later, right? Talk about that because that's one of your strengths. You've been here for a long time. You're going to be here for a long time. Uh, and it makes you, you, it makes you unique in this industry. Yes, most definitely. Um, I started this in 97. And, and so I've been around the block a long time. I know, I know all the good roofing companies. I know the ones that are, that are here for a year or two and they disappear. Then they jump back into it when a storm hits. And um, unfortunately, there's a lot of homeowners that aren't familiar with mm. this industry and what goes on. Yep. There's a lot of new people to the area. There's a lot of new people. Um, so that has been what I've been trying to do with my clients is to educate them on, you know, 
not don't just look at the price because a lot of people are looking at the price or even if it's an insurance claim they're like hey i'm out my deductible what else am i out and so someone comes around and offers a little bit better deal that can yeah. be very inviting to yeah. the homeowner but they're not seeing the long-term repercussions they don't if they have go down the that, experience down that route. yeah i mean yeah. once you get once you've been burned then you realize <laughs> exactly. and you know the customers yeah. that have been burned i know because they asked the right questions exactly they asked all the right questions they review the contract they make sure that it's a win-win for both of us but they're protected yeah yeah, yeah you get burned one time end up having <clears throat> to spend thousands on leaks um and you'll be much smarter the next time around sure um so let me ask you this, how important are referrals and reviews and things like that to this business? It's everything. And, I, and I've realized it more and more over the past few years. You know, it's <clears throat> this market, we were talking about it earlier. This market was, uh, it was for the taking probably nine, 10 years ago on, on the Google side of it mm -hmm. and you could yeah, run a google ads you could run the google ads and you could pay the money and you you could get a very good return on your investment and yeah. over the years <clears throat> that return has diminished yeah um and to the point of it's almost like hey i'm not making money and i'm just doing this to build my clientele base so yeah. if you're a new roofing company it could be advantageous just to build some clientele yeah. for the long run. Maybe during storm season but, or, yes. or something. But but in and out, that's not where it's at. It's yeah. it's really in the it's referrals. It's gotten expensive. It's gotten um, extremely expensive. Gotten really expensive. The uh the referrals are where it's at. You've got to network and you've got to work your client. And that's why for these new guys getting into this industry, you gotta have a project manager because that whole experience, and this is what yeah. I try to teach my team. It's just not, hey, I got a new roof and I had a decent experience. You have to overwhelm them. Yeah. You have to leave that lasting impression. Yeah. And if you can do that and accomplish that, then you have a lifetime customer.